Hey, this is Ed Luther, pastor of City Church in Australia. I hope that today's podcast really inspires you. Thank you so much for listening. And today I want to just share with you a, a thought, a message that is burning in my heart for this year. And the title of my message is Ingredients to Breakthrough. Ingredients to Breakthrough. And I want to declare this word over your life today. And I believe First Fruits Offering is always a part of Breakthrough. As we sow today, we can see God move mightily through our city in 2022. But I believe we are walking into a breakthrough season, church. We are walking into new realms, new dreams, new visions, and new purposes for our lives. It's time that we see, it's time that we see heaven break out across our planet. It's time that we see heaven break out across our cities. It's time that we see heaven break out upon our businesses. It's time that we see heaven break out upon our communities and our churches in Jesus' name. It is time for breakthrough. You know, the truth is, I am desperate to see breakthrough. I am desperate to experience breakthrough. I I, want to move in the breakthrough power of Jesus Christ throughout our city. And I'm not talking from the pulpit. Yeah, that's a part of it. But I want to see his breakthrough power as I'm walking down the streets of my city. I want to see the breakthrough power as I'm on the phone to someone else. I want to see the breakthrough power as God has anointed me. See, he hasn't anointed us just for Sunday church. He anoints us every single day to walk in the breakthrough power of heaven. And I want to see his breakthrough power move. Our world needs breakthrough. Our city needs breakthrough. Our lives need breakthrough. And we serve a God of breakthrough. Who would have ever thought in... If you rewound to 2019, the end of 2019 into 2020, whoever thought that we would be here right now? With everything that is going on in, in, in our crazy world, everything that's happening around this world, our world needs the breakthrough power of Jesus Christ. This can be the greatest harvest that we ever see if we make a decision to step into breakthrough. This can be the greatest revival that this world has ever seen if we make a decision to step into that breakthrough power of Jesus Christ. See, God doesn't need our help, church. He needs our cooperation and our obedience if we are to protect the fruits of revival and harvest. He doesn't need... He actually doesn't need us. But he needs our obedience and cooperation to say, you know what, I'm believing for revival. You know what, I'm believing for a harvest. You know what, I'm believing for breakthrough in my circumstance and in my world. And he needs our obedience. I'm a mad football fan, NRL. Actually, I'm a mad sports fan. But I love the NRL and go the Canberra Raiders 2022 is their year. Yes, amen. But you would hear a lot of coaches say this word. They say this word when they're training people. They say, you need to break through the line. When you're running the ball up, you need to break through the line. You need to break through to the other side. You need to break through to that next moment. And and I want to encourage us today, it is our time to break through and do all that God has for us. If I could get Lockie and Junior to come down here for me for one sec, I want to show you something. 
Oh, you're too tall, man. Sit back down. No, no, you're right, man. Go up that end. Up that end. See, this is what happens, and it really frustrates me when I watch football. You can ask Beck, she'll tell you. Really frustrates me. But sometimes you see football players do this. They'll run up to the line, and they'll be running up, and then they get to the line, and they're like, oh. And then they stop at the line. Who's ever seen that happen before? See, too many Christians are like that. We get to a point in our world that we run up to the line where the enemy is there stopping us, and we give up. No, no, God wants us to break through to the other side, church. God doesn't want us to be stopped by circumstances and situations. Sometimes, sometimes breakthrough can be quite easy. You run to the line and through you go. And when you're from Logan, it's very easy. And, um, but see, sometimes breakthrough is easy. And sometimes, breakthrough can be quite difficult. Sometimes breakthrough, when you get to that line, it's actually quite hard. And you have to, you have to keep going. And you have to keep pushing through. And you have to get to the other side, church. I'll talk to you boys afterwards. Now you're fine. Take your seat. But I want to encourage us today. Sometimes breakthrough isn't easy. You can hear a word like this and go, oh yeah, this year's breakthrough. But you may walk out of here, and I'm going to be honest, hell might break out all over your life. Don't lose hope. Don't give up. Don't, don't let go of the promises of God. You know, I have a friend just at the moment that, that, that hell has broken loose over his life. And he's just recently said to me that, you know what, I've lost everything within the matter of a day. I'm like, no, 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 you haven't lost everything. You've still got hope, man. You've still got Jesus Christ. Don't allow anything else or circumstances be your marker, but allow hope to be your marker in life. See, the meaning of breakthrough is this. Man, 2022, breakthrough in fitness for me. Beck, can you come finish preaching? <laughs> the meaning of breakthrough. An act or instant of moving through or beyond your obstacle. Moving through or beyond your obstacle. Like, I'm going to be honest with you here. It does not matter what 2021 declared over you. Because this year is a brand new year. And it's time to push through the obstacles of the enemy, the obstacles of life, the circumstances of situation, and move into the breakthrough power that Jesus Christ has for you. It is your year, church, to move into it. There was this great worship leader called David Sankey, worship director for D.L. Moody. D.L. Moody was one of the greatest traveling evangelists that, that, that you would ever read about. Many miracles, hundreds of thousands of people saved, but... David wrote some incredible songs for his time that released and set people free. But David understood his role working with D.L. Moody. It wasn't to preach. It wasn't to draw attention to himself. It wasn't even about his musical talent. But it was to set a platform 
for D.L. Moody to step upon to see breakthrough in people's lives. To see breakthrough in people's lives. Our lives should always be leading to breakthrough for us and for the people around us. We should be always building a platform to see breakthrough happen. We should always be building a platform not to glorify us, but to glorify the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. What platform are you setting for your life, church? To see breakthrough. What platform are you setting to see breakthrough? Our breakthrough should always lead to a new platform of authority. Our breakthrough should always lead to fresh purposes in God. Our breakthrough should always be surrounded by prayer. Our breakthrough should always release the promises of heaven upon our lives. Our breakthrough should invite us into a new presence with Jesus Christ. And our breakthrough should release the power of God, not just upon our lives, but the people around us. Many, many years ago, and I'm not sure if I've shown this video here before, but about, what, seven or eight years ago now, our eldest daughter um, pulled a vegetable steamer onto her. We were living in a two, like a little granny flat, a two-bedroom granny flat. And I had this little kitchenette. And one night I was at this leadership meeting. And I get this phone call from Beck. And, you know, when she first rang, I thought, oh, yeah, she just wants to know what time I'm going to be home. Then she rings again. And I thought, oh, she really wants to know what time I'm going to be home. And then she rings a third time. And I thought, oh, that's a good husband. I should go answer that. So I hopped out of the meeting and went and answered this call. And Becca's on the other end of the line saying, hey, look, I'm just letting you know that uh, we're on the way to the RBH hospital in an ambulance uh, to the burns unit. Riley's pulled a vegetable steamer onto her. And what happened is the cord of the vegetable steamer had moved from the bench and just gone over the edge of the, the bench. And as Riley opened up the cupboard, the cord got caught on the corner of the cupboard door and pulled the vegetable steam, steamer onto her. The jumper that she was wearing was melted to her, to her arms. As I jumped in the car and I got to the RBH, I met them there. They assessed her. They bandaged her. They looked after her. And she had third-degree burns on her arms, both arms. Just grateful that it didn't land on her face or her chest, but just on her arms. For about four or five days, we were in hospital, and then, then they send us home. But they said, hey, you're going to go home, but each day you need to come back in so we can dress the wounds, so we can figure out when we're going to do the skin graft. On about day eight or so, I had to leave to go to a ministry trip that I had planned, and I went away and ministered. And on day 10, Beck and uh, my mother-in-law, Susie, Beck's mum, went to the Burns unit, and they were going to sign all the paperwork for the skin graft, to talk about where they were going to take skin to replace on the arms, to, to what they were going to do. And, and as they pulled into the car park, my mother-in-law Susie looks to Beck and says, you know what, this is Riley's breakthrough moment. As they take the bandages off today, the skin's going to be dry. Guess what happened? When they took the bandages off, the skin overnight had grown back. It was a breakthrough moment for our little daughter. It was a breakthrough moment. The doctors were amazed, but we weren't. We were able to testify about God's goodness. 
But I tell you that story today is because I believe there's been things you've been believing for that this year is your year to see breakthrough. Start declaring it over your life, church. The ingredients to breakthrough. I want to share a scripture with you today out of 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 17 through to 25. This is where King David has been, he stepped into the role as king of Israel. And when the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king of Israel, they mobilized their forces to capture him. But David had told they were coming. He was told they were coming. So he went into his stronghold. If you're reading from your Bible today, or you have the ability on your phone to underline, I want you to underline stronghold. The Philistines arrived and spread out across the valley. So David asked the Lord, should I go out to fight the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? The Lord replied to David, yes, go ahead. I will certainly hand them over to you. So David went to Belperazim and defeated the Philistines there. The Lord did it, David exclaimed. He burst through my enemies like a raging flood. He named that place Baal-perazim, which means the Lord who burst through, or the Lord of the breakthrough. The Philistines had abandoned their idols there. So David and his men confiscated them. I love this. But a while after, but, but after a while, the Philistines returned again and spread out across the valley. Can I tell you today... Yeah, you're going to see incredible breakthrough this year. You're going to see incredible breakthrough in your finance, in your physical body, in relationships, in friendship. You're going to see breakthrough through your church and your community. But guess what? The enemy isn't pleased. Yeah, he may flee for a bit, but he will return. But I love what David does. I love what he does. They return and then in verse 23, and again, everyone say again. Everyone say again. Everyone say again. Again. Where am I? There we are. Again, David asked the Lord what to do. Do not attack them straight on, the Lord replied. Instead, circle around behind them and attack them near the poplar trees. When you hear the sound like marching feet in the tops of the poplar trees, be on alert. That will be the signal that the Lord is moving ahead of you to strike down the Philistine army. So David did what the Lord commanded and he struck down the Philistines that day. David did what the Lord had told him. I want to share a couple of thoughts about the ingredients of breakthrough. See, the first thought today is breakthrough, it has a sound church. I'm oh, sorry, it has a name. Breakthrough has a name. 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 17 says this. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king of Israel, they mobilized all their forces and captured him. But David was told that they were coming, so he went into the stronghold. The Philistines arrived and spread out across the valley, so David asked the Lord, should I go out and fight the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? And the Lord said, yes, go. I will certainly hand them over to you. Breakthrough has a name. And I want to encourage us today, that name is found in the stronghold or in our prayer room. 
That is where that name is found. See, breakthrough isn't found in a program, but breakthrough is found in a prayer room, in your prayer closet, in your prayer moment, in your stronghold. The battle is won. See, the battle is won in the quiet place of our hearts, in the prayer rooms of our lives. I want to encourage us today. We'll never see breakthrough. We will never, we will never see the breakthrough we want to see if it's a public fight. I'm going to be quite honest with you here right now. There is a lot of people fighting in public right now, isn't there? Let's be honest. There's a lot of politicians fighting. There's a lot of business people fighting. There's a lot of commentary fighting. There's a lot of news fighting. And let's be honest, there's a lot of Christians fighting in public. But I want to encourage us, the fight is never won in public church. The fight is won in the private rooms, the prayer rooms, and the strongholds of our lives. It's time that we see a praying church that will get on their knees and say, I want to see breakthrough for my city and for my circumstance in Jesus' name. See, David showed us through this chapter. He returned to the stronghold twice to see victory. And see, for some of us here today, we need to change the name that is at the forefront of our mind. Like, like, who, who can be honest here today? How many conversations are around COVID right now? A lot. Can I challenge us? Let's, let, let, let's kick that name to the curb and let's replace that name with Christ. Let's stop talking about COVID and let's start talking about what Christ is doing in our world. Let's start talking about what Christ is doing in our lives. Let's start talking about where Christ wants to take us in the future. Let's kick COVID to the curb and let's bring Christ to the forefront of our lives. So we need to change the name from depression to Jesus. We need to change the name from stress to Jesus. We need to change the name of hopelessness to Jesus, to bankrupt to Jesus, from cancer to Jesus, from divorcee to Jesus, to broken to Jesus, no purpose to Jesus, lost to Jesus, sinful to Jesus. We need Christ to be the forefront of our lives. And if we want to see breakthrough, it has a name, and that name is Jesus Christ. It is found in the stronghold. That name cannot be found anywhere else but in the strongholds. It won't be found in a bar. It won't be found in a relationship. It won't be found in fortune. But it will be found in the strongholds of our lives. Your breakthrough has a name, and it's Jesus. As you name something, you're declaring something over it. Our children. We named our children on purpose. Our oldest daughter, Riley Jade, means this valiant, courageous, and precious gem. Our little daughter, Riley Jade, has been through, I'm going to be honest, has been through the ringer when it comes to health. Her first eight years of life, she was in and out of hospital through different things. There's a couple of times that we were very close to losing her. But by the grace of God, she is a precious gem. By the grace of God, she is courageous. By the grace of God, she is valiant. Like we just got an email just like a couple of weeks ago from one of the heads of department from her school. Hey, thank you so much for, for, for training and leading your daughter the way she is. Your family is changing the culture of our school through this young girl. And I'm like, really? What? Really? Praise Jesus. This, this young girl, I've seen her, her teachers be healed 
because we named that she would be courageous. We named that she'd be valiant and she was a precious gem. Abby Rose, our middle daughter, means father's joy that blossoms and grows with a sweet fragrance. Our little daughter, Abby Rose, uh, uh, Beck's um, waters broke at the age of, uh, at 18 weeks pregnancy. They didn't, they didn't believe that we would even have Abby Rose. But five months lying on her back, she delivered a healthy little girl. Our little girl, Abby Rose, she has such a soft heart and a strong head. She, she is ridiculous. She is a beautiful young girl, but she brings joy to our family. And she leaves a suite of fragrance with every person that comes in contact with her, except her little brother. <laughs> and our little boy, Boston Ray, strong, courageous leader that is going to leave a significant impact on mankind. We wanted to declare something over our kids when they were born. You know your breakthrough has a name. Stop naming your problems with worldly names and start naming it with Jesus Christ. Proverbs 18.21, the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Second point today. Firstly, it has a name. Breakthrough. It has a vision. Verse 20 to 21, it says this. So David went to Belperazim and defeated them, the Philistines there. And the Lord did it, David exclaimed. He burst through my enemies like a raging flood. So he named that place Belperazim, which means Lord of the Breakthrough. The Philistines abandoned all their idols and ran away. See, breakthrough has a vision, church. Baal Perizim means the Lord of the breakthrough. And I want to encourage you that your breakthrough has a vision. It has a vision to be birthed out of your life in 2022. See, in this chapter, in verse 3 and 4, there's another breakthrough moment when all the leaders of Israel come to David at the age of 30 and say, now is your time to be king of Israel. Now is your time you've been anointed. See, he had that vision many, many years before, didn't he? He was anointed at a young age to be king of Israel, and then Saul chased him all around the, 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 the provinces trying to kill him. But many years later, that breakthrough birthed a vision that was in his life many years before. And I want to encourage us today, your breakthrough is going to birth a vision in your life that maybe was implanted there many, many years ago. I want to show you a photo today of Walt Disney. Here he is, Walt Disney. They're going to put this photo up on the screen in just a second. They thought he was crazy. They thought he was a crazy man when he saw this block of land there, which was swamp. He walked onto this block of land decades ago to a swamp land and said, you know what? This is where we're going to build Disneyland. This is going to bring hope and fun and life to this region and to people's lives. And everyone said, well, you're crazy. You're dreaming, mate. It's swampland. It's never going to be anything. But I love what Walt Disney's response was. It's kind of fun doing the impossible. It's kind of fun doing the impossible. It's fun to see a city saved, isn't it? 
It's fun to see lives transformed. It's fun to see healing and restoration. It's fun to see people's lives accepted in Jesus' name. And I want to declare that this year, that your breakthrough has a vision for your life, for your city, for your family, and for your workplace. It has a name. It has a vision. Thirdly today, it has a purpose. All breakthrough has purpose. Verses 22 to 23 says this. But after a while, the Philistines returned and again spread out across the valley. And again, David asked the Lord what to do. Do not attack them straight on, the Lord replied. Instead, circle around behind them and attack them near the poplar trees. I want to encourage us today. All breakthrough doesn't come in the same vessel, but it has the same outcome. See, maybe you've been waiting for breakthrough a certain way because God has done it that way before. Can I encourage you in 2022 that God wants to bring breakthrough in a different vessel for your life but have the same outcome? Where people will be saved and set free, lives will be transformed by the power of God. Breakthrough has a purpose and it's his purpose. God's purpose for David was wrapped up around this moment in time. God's purpose for David was wrapped around this moment in time for his life. And can I tell you right now, breakthrough for you is wrapped up around this moment in time. Breakthrough was wrapped up around the Word of God. Breakthrough was wrapped up in the name of Jesus Christ. Breakthrough is wrapped up in this moment of time for your life. So I want to encourage us here today, breakthrough, it has a purpose. I really believe this, that breakthrough should never satisfy selfish needs, but see significant spiritual awakening in you and those around you. If you saw me 21 years ago, in 2021, at the start of the year, you never would have thought that I could be a preacher. I was a broken, flawed human being. For some of you here today, you know my story, but I was a drug addict, alcoholic. I lost my dad at the age of 10. I dropped out of school in year nine. I went down a path of, of drug addiction and, 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 and alcoholic, you know, for, for 12 years, broken relationships, uh, sharing needles. It, it was a broken, broken story until the day I met Jesus Christ on Good Friday 2001. And I want to encourage you with this. I didn't just walk into a church, but a beautiful young lady invited me to church by the name of Beck. And that beautiful young lady is on the front row here today that I've been married to for 18 years now. The truth is, I came to church not after God. I came to church chasing her. But God was in that building chasing me because he knew there was a breakthrough moment for my life for my circumstance, for my family, for my friends, and for the people around us. Breakthrough has a purpose. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for you to prosper. Your breakthrough has purpose, church. It has a name. It has a vision. It has a purpose. And lastly today, it has a sound.
2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 24 through to 25 says this. When you hear a sound like the marching feet in the tops of the poplar trees, be on alert. That will be a signal that the Lord is moving ahead of you. Strike down to strike down the Philistine army. So David did what the Lord commanded. When you hear the sound like the marching feet in the tops of the poplar trees. You know, the truth is today, church, what sound are you listening to? Are you listening to the sound of the news? Or are you listening to the sound of Christ? Are you listening to the sound of, 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 of the people around you? Or are you listening to the sound of the Holy Spirit? Like, what sound are you listening to today, church? And can I encourage you, what sound are you projecting? I've been so challenged with this over the last little bit of what sound. I, I, I don't want to put a sound of condemnation, a sound of hurt, a sound of pain, but I want to put a sound of Christ into this world. I want to put a sound of restoration into this world. I want to put a sound of breakthrough into this world. Are the sounds you're bringing out of your life, bringing life to circumstances and situations? Or are they bringing people down? See, our sound sets the platform for our miracle. Our sound sets the platform for our miracle. Our sound sets the platform for our miracle. Our sound. Maybe you've been dealing with with the circumstance for many, many years. Maybe it's a broken relationship. Maybe it's a health issue. Start declaring the word of God. Start, st- start having a sound of hope over that in Jesus' name. I've got a short video that I've asked the guys to put up. This is from 1994 in, in, in Queensland, New South Wales, state of origin, a guy by the name of Billy Moore. He had a sound, and I want to show you this video this morning. To go to their back line, that's why we see quite a few hit-ups for the likes of McGregor and Hill and Wishart, etc. I think that they've got to establish something in the middle of the ruck and then try and attack on the fringe of the ruck through the likes of Menzies and Pippa. Billy Moore is obviously very, very pumped up. Gary Belcher, you've been to the Queensland dressing room. I'm not sure if you heard that, but there was a man in the background yelling out, Queenslander! Queenslander! He was quite excited because he knew he was on the winning team. And, 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 and I pushed that to the side, really. But he just knew he declared a sound over his team because he felt like, hey, I'm on the winning team. But you know what? There's too many of us that are declaring many different sounds over our circumstances. It's time to push those sounds to the side and start declaring Jesus Christ over our lives. Isaiah 54 verse 1 says, Sing! Oh, there's a sound. I can't sing at all. But I'll give it a go. Beck hits me regularly in the car. Can you be quiet? No, the Lord loves to hear it. Sing, oh chill, childless woman. You have never given birth. Break out, break into loud and joyful songs, oh Jerusalem. You, ha- you, you who have never been in labor... For the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. Sing, O childless woman. Break into a loud, joyful song. 
Breakthrough has a sound, church, and it's time to start declaring it. Joshua chapter 6, verse 20 says, When the people heard the sounds of the ram's horn, they shouted as loud as they could, and suddenly the walls of Jericho collapsed, and the Israelites charged straight into the city and captured it. It's time to allow breakthrough to have a sound. Isaiah 61, verse 1 to 3 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Who's it upon? Who's it upon? Declare it over your life. Who is it upon? Because the Lord has anointed to preach the good tidings to the poor. He has sent to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim the liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who have been bound, to proclaim the accepted years of the Lord's favor has come and the day of vengeance of God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. I love this. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. He has given us a sound, church. And it's time that we stop relying on the sound of the word and let's rely on the sound of Jesus Christ. The worship team would like to join me. See, your breakthrough has a sound church, and it is a sound of praise. It's a sound of declaration. It's a sound of hope. And I want to encourage us today, it's time to stop sounding what the world wants us to sound, but it's time to start sounding the word of Jesus Christ. It's time I've been caught in this song over the last couple of weeks, and it's Jesus at the center of it all. And I continue to declare it over my life and my circumstance and my situation because I'm sick of what? Putting all this other stuff in the center. Jesus Christ needs to be the center of it all. Can I show you something this morning, church? It's going to take all of us to participate in this moment. And in a moment, one by one or row by row, I'm going to get you to stand and I'm going to be honest with you here this morning. If you can't stand for, for circumstances or different reasons, that's no hassle. You can sit, but you still can, pass, you still can play your part in this moment. I want to show you this once more. On the count of three, I'm going to get lucky, just lucky, to yell out Jesus. Okay? One. Two. Three. Jesus! That's good, eh? On the count of three, I want all of us to yell out Jesus now. One, two, three. Jesus! See the sound difference right there? If Lockie is the only person that stands for Jesus on the Sunshine Coast, he'll have impact. People will be saved. Lives will be transformed. When he gets to heaven, he'll get his crown of glory. He's an awesome man of God. But just imagine this church, if we all stood up, the sound difference, the impact difference, the momentum difference, the breakthrough difference, the difference that we could see in our community, it is a hundredfold. And I want to encourage us, this year is your year for breakthrough. With every eye closed and every head bowed across this place. In just a moment, we're going to open up this altar. And if you want to see breakthrough in your life, your circumstance, your situation. We're going to worship Jesus and you're welcome to come down here and worship the Lord and we're going to declare breakthrough power over your life. But before we do that today, 
Maybe you're in this building today and you've never surrendered your life to Christ. Maybe you're in this building today and you've never said yes to Jesus Christ. My Bible says in John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, so whoever shall believe in him will not perish but have eternal life. And it says in verse 17 that Jesus didn't come to condemn us, but he came to set us free. And he wants to bring freedom to your heart, to your mind, to your emotions today. And if you're here, you say, Grant, that's me. Whether it's for the very first time or today you want to surrender your life back to Christ. You want to rededicate your life to Christ or you're saying, yeah, for the very first time, you want to say yes to Jesus. Where you are right now with no one looking around, just lift your hand towards Jesus. Lift your hands towards heaven. I'll pray for you. I see those hands up the back there. God loves you. God cares for you. God believes in you. I see that hand just there. God loves you. God cares for you. I see that hand just there. God loves you. God cares for you. Is there anyone else here today? Don't miss this moment. Today is your day. January the 9th, 2022 is your day to get your life right with Jesus Christ. Whether it's for the very first time or today, you want to rededicate your life to Christ. If that's you, I'm going to ask one more time. Just lift your hand to heaven and look at me. I'll pray for you where you're sitting today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Would everyone repeat this prayer after me? And if you raise your hand this morning, just place your hand upon your heart. Say, dear Jesus, today I accept you as my Lord, as my Savior, as my best friend. Forgive me of my sins. Come afresh into my life. Give me a new heart and a new start. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now for the four people this morning that have raised their hand to you to acknowledge that they need you in their world, Lord God. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, right now, be afresh upon their life, be afresh upon their heart, be afresh upon their circumstance. I pray today is a brand new day for them. I'll live for you for the rest of their life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah, that's awesome. City Church Podcast. If you enjoyed this message or God worked through you in any way, then please take a moment to contact us through our website at city-church.net or email us your feedback at info at city-church.net.